Welcome, 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 welcome to this week's edition of Reservations for One with Bills. I am Bills. We back. It's the first episode of August. The summer's almost goddamn over. Goddamn, I can't believe it's over already. I mean, but summer, it's going to be, it, it got, the summer started late because it was, I remember it still being cold in May and shit, so I know it's going to be hot to at least October, November, so I won't say that this, this is in the summer chamber, you know, global warming, <laughs> changing up the season, so we're going to have summer until at least Halloween or Thanksgiving maybe, but I mean, this is this has been a great summer, I definitely, definitely say that, I've been hanging out a lot, I've been hanging out a lot, though, this is, I'm, I'm trying to go out with a bang, this is my last summer because um, I'm, I'm ready to be in love, you know? I'm ready to be in love. That Beyonce album just came out, and I must say, it it got me ready to be in love. Oh man, "Plastic Off the Sofa." "Plastic Off the Sofa" is like one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Like it's my favorite off the album because the way it makes me feel. Like it's not sonically the best, but it's like the best message behind it, and, it, and it, the best feel good. Like I would, yo, I heard that and I was like, no woman feel like this about me right now, and um. That kind of made me sad, so I'm definitely, definitely uh, uh, want to change my ways because of plastic off a sofa. So, shout out to Beyonce, got me ready to be in a relationship, man. Because I know the tour coming, and I'm in the Beehive. I'm going to the tour. I got to go to the tour. I got to go to the Beyonce tour. So, I got to find somebody that I'm in love with, and, you know, we go enjoy the Beyonce tour together. So I'm definitely getting into a relationship because I'm ready. I'm ready, yo. This is my last summer. I be getting drunk, be having to come here. I got real responsibilities now. So I be having to be here at the store. I'm, I'm getting hungover. I got to come here, open up, deal with customers in here. I'm looking very unprofessional because my head is on, a, on, <laughs> on the fucking desk, covered the hair, my eyes red and shit. So just just, just my lifestyle is changing and, and, and it's conducive to me. To st- instead of being sad pit, I'm ready to be dad pit now. So, and. That's what, what I'm getting towards. But I was thinking about it. I'm ready for a relationship, like an adult relationship, but I'm not ready for adult breakup. Adult breakups is hard. Like, it's hard. Like, picture you you dating a nurse, and um, you break up with her on her lunch break. She coming back from, from work, and she giving somebody the wrong medication. Now, somebody about to die of high blood pressure <laughs> because you just decided to break this young lady heart. You dating an accountant. You break up the accountant. He fucking up somebody's taxes, or she fucking up somebody's taxes, and the IRS coming to audit these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> you got to be mindful of, of, of how you date as an adult because you really, really could cause damage to the entire world by just breaking one person's heart. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking crazy when I think about it. Oh, you know what I started thinking about too? Like, um, I, I was sitting down thinking like, how was I able to, it's a lot of stuff that I felt like that I accomplished that at the time I, I didn't, um, didn't think I should have been able to accomplish it. And I look back like, damn, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I got through that. And I realized something that I used that worked for me is my narcissism and delusion. Like, even if I'm not qualified to do something or, or, or qualified to be somewhere or don't think I could do it, in my mind, I'm just so good, so much better than uh, than I actually am because I believe I am. And it leads me to accomplishing a lot of things, getting a lot further in life. So, you know, don't let nobody tell you that narcissism is a bad thing, you know. Narcissism, can everything is a bad thing. Like, so it's like, it matters how you use it. It's like superpowers. It's like you can use it for bad or you can use it for good. It's like a car. Like you could a car could drive you from here to fucking Texas 
or your car could you could take your car and drive into a sidewalk of people. So everything in this world is good and bad. It just depends on how you use it. So you know, don't feel bad if you are, if you are, um, if someone accuses you of being narcissistic. Oh, speaking of relationship, today my top five. I'm getting back into doing the top fives. I'm gonna do my top five hopeless romantics from like movies and TV shows that I've watched. And at number five, I got coming in Olivia Benson from Law and Order SVU. Like she done dated serial killers, fucking cops, undercover cops, regular niggas. Like she just date anybody. She's just looking for love. She done kidnapped a lady kid. She done had Noah. Like she done, she would do anything for love. I mean, I don't blame her. I understand her circumstances, how she was raised and everything. She don't know who her pops is and um, you know, like the way she was born and shit, but She's just definitely one of the top five hopeless romantics ever. I think she really wants Stabler, but Stabler got a wife and she felt bad. But I know, I know, like her and Stabler would have been perfect together. Uh, um, I mean, I kind of ain't been watching because I done watched like twenty something seasons. But I don't know. I know Stabler back. I don't know if they got back together. Somebody let me know if they did get back together. Number four, I would say Wolverine from X Men. Wolverine is like, I mean, when you think about it though, all hopeless romantics are pathetic. Like every single one, it's just like go hand in hand with being a hopeless romantic and pathetic because it just does not work out for your favor. It's very rare that a hopeless romantic meets the person that <laughs> that matches them, unless they wouldn't be a hopeless romantic. They would just be a romantic. So Wolverine is definitely a hopeless romantic because he loved Jean Grey so much. Like he would kill Scott to be with her. Like he, I know he would do the same thing. They should have made the movie about that. Like how. Um, Doctor Strange multiverse is about Wanda trying to find her kids in another universe. They were going to make a, a unit. <laughs> they could have did the same exact movie with Wolverine trying to find a universe where him and Jean Grey go together. Because he he's just pathetic. I was Number three is Tom Hansen from 500 Days of Summer. He's super pathetic. He was so hurt that just some new girl did not want to be with him. He was so in love with her and just moping around and crying. Oh, man. He, that I like the movie a little bit, but he just was too super pathetic. So he's number three. Number two, Jon Snow. Jon Snow fucked two girls the whole series, and he loved both of them to death. Like, Jon Snow, anybody that Jon Snow touched a kiss, he just fell in love with them. He was in love with Ingrid. Like, he wanted to become a wildling. He fucking went to the wildlings when it was over just for her memory. Like, he would kill and die for Ingrid. And he fucked his aunt and was just in love with his aunt. He did not care. He loved her so much. He was like, yo, I don't even want to be the king. I just want to be with you. Let her be the king. So, John Snow is a pathetic, hopeless romantic. And number one, I'm going to have to go with my man, Michael Scott from The Office. See, Michael got mad women, but he loved every single one he had. And he just was so overly... Like, he just gave so much of himself so early. Like, if Michael meet you one day, he was in love with you that one day and just kept trying to be with you and, and smother you with love. So it never really worked out with him until he had Holly. And then Holly left him and then got back. Like he, But then he realized, like, oh, Holly was the only person I really was in love with. That's how all hopeless romantics do. But Michael Scott is definitely number one on my, my hopeless romantic list. And let me get into, I'm going to explain one tweet. I would die to be with someone who loves and appreciates me and makes me happy every day. But someone who treats me bad but is really good looking is also okay. 
And, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. It's like, what matters to you in life? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I would love a woman who worshiped the ground I walk on, wash my feet at night, cook for me. But if I think, if I can't get that and I just was with a girl that look mad good, that don't do shit, don't do nothing, fuck it. I'll be the one who worship her ground. It's like, you know, it matters what, <laughs> what matters to you in life. You got to decide what, what's worth it or not. If my bitch was getting... 20,000 likes on Instagram, but ain't do shit and treated me mad mean. I'm like, fuck it. I'm happy with this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, but this has been a quick episode of Reservations for One with Bills. Make sure you follow me at Billions on Twitter, Sad Pit on Instagram, Bills on Demand on Twitch. I'm doing, I'm actually doing a podcast live on Twitch. I'm going to start, you know, the people who follow me on Twitch could get it live first. And um, then it'll come out on Tuesday. So if you follow me on Twitch, you get to see the podcast live every Friday or Saturday, depending on what I'm doing. You know, I'm very shaky with that. But I'm guaranteeing I'm doing it every week now, though. I'm, I'm back in my bag. I'm in my, my working bag. Though. I'm, I'm the fastest I've ever been, the smartest I've ever been, the strongest I've ever been. So, you know, I'm leaning into that. And um, follow me. And make sure you go check out Saturday.com. We're dropping new merch. We just dropped bucket hats. Make sure if you're in Brooklyn, come down to the store. Uh, if you're in New York City, or even if you're not, fuck it. It'd be worth the trip to just come down here and um, see the Saturday shop. It's 623 Lomera Street in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You know, pull up on us. That's been an episode of Reservations for One with Bills. I am out. Until next time.